Welcome to the Gate Crashes Podcast, where we storm the gates of publishing and dare to talk about the realities of the industry. I'm your Ivory Tower representative, Amanda Liedeke, literary agent and vice president at McGregor and Liedeke. And I'm your self-publishing insider, Therese Crow, novelist and speaker. In my book, The Extroverted Writer, I... Sorry, it's just, it's so contrary to hear those words next to each other. I know, right? That's why, yeah. Yeah. Um, I shared a fun strategy for figuring out who your reader is. All right, let's let's hear it. Well, I think because most authors, like, they they know loosely who their reader is. Like, if you write romance, you know it's going to be probably women. You know, mm-hmm. if you write mil- or military fiction, it's probably men, right? So, like, we right. can like loosely know, but how do yeah. you really get into who your readership is? Um, so, a fun, a fun thing that, well, let me tell the story. So, I was going to a movie with my parents. They wanted to see. This was some years ago. They wanted to see the movie The Iron Lady, which was a biopic on Margaret Thatcher. <laughs> Right? So a very specific, very, very specific genre. Um, and I was like, sure, that sounds great. So I went with them and, you know, we, we watched the movie and I'll never forget when it was all over and I stood up and looked around the auditorium. First of all, there were not that many people there, but second of all, the Billy people- from Margaret Thatcher, no way. <laughs> so first of all, we already know this is like a niche market, right? Oh, very much so. so. Second of all, I noticed I was the youngest person there by far, oh, by yeah. far. I would have to say 25 years, right? By 25 years. Um, people were there in couples, male, female couples. Right. Um, they were all white. They were yeah. all pretty much dressed the same. So from the same, roughly the same socioeconomic level. The right? same Ann Taylor. Yes. Right. <laughs> And I realized, well, these are all my parents. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were all my parents. Yep. Probably conservative leaning, white, middle class, Midwest Americans. And right? they probably all have kids about your age. Right. And it just like dawned on me, like, oh my goodness, like this is the this is the viewership. This is the readership for this mm-hmm. specific genre. And the the key, though, is that I think a lot of authors would look at that situation and they would say, well, yeah, sure, it's it's for the white, middle-aged, conservative person. But look at this 25-year-old single, like, they would, they would look at me and they would say, right. well, this person also fits into my target audience, even though, like, I was just one person in a sea of many other people who all looked the same. Right. Following the exception instead of the rule. Right. And so I think yeah. like that's what I want to talk about. Like, how do you figure yes. out who your audience is and how do you avoid the temptation of, well, all of my aunts read my book and they love it, you know, or, or, you know, really broadening your, your readership just because you've had a few examples of those outliers, those fringe people who like your book and they might, they're probably very genuine in, in mm-hmm. their likeness of, in, in their feelings yeah. about your book. But that does not mean that you should be spending your time marketing to that demographic. I enjoyed the movie, The Iron Lady. I, I absolutely yeah. enjoyed it. 
I, it would be a waste of dollars for that movie company to market the movie to me. So, right. so anyway, so let's talk about who is your reader? How do you find them um, so that you can best market to them? One of the things though, to mention the similarities between something like that Margaret Thatcher movie that you saw versus a show on Netflix like The Crown. Because mm. technically they are in very similar genres, but The Crown is much more, um, has a much wider demographic mm-hmm. than that movie would. And I think that's essentially what needs, that information needs to be communicated on your cover. Mm-hmm. Your cover needs to, if it is kind of a drier, more factual representation, then it, it needs to be a more, it, the the cover needs to reflect that. Mm-hmm. Or if it's kind of a creative interpretation, then the cover needs to, you know, right. look a little younger. And, and this is where it really comes, is important to know y- your work intimately mm-hmm. and to know how it compares to other works, because there's nothing romantic and fantastic about Margaret Thatcher's story. Right. It's very gritty. It's no nonsense. Um, you don't watch it and say, oh, I would love to be her. <laughs> you know? No. Whereas. I don't know if I even want to be in the same room as her. Whereas the crown. <laughs> she was. Right. She was. Whereas yeah. the crown, it's a very romanticized. It's very like, oh, this seems so. I mean, of course, there, there are things about it that you don't want to be a part of. But, right. but it's it's that that fantasy world that they create, even though it's based on real life. Um, it's just that right. different spin on it. To, so it's important to know how your project stacks up against the others kind that are, that all kind of fall within the same umbrella genre, right. because they're right. very different. So let's rattle off. I have a list here of some, some general rules of thumb when it comes to audience that are or are not um, common knowledge. And the first is that when it comes to nonfiction, readership is very split by gender. So if it's a male nonfiction author, he will be read by male and female. Uh, But if it's a female nonfiction author, she is going to be read pretty much 100% by female readers. Mm-hmm. So that's one rule about nonfiction. A rule about men in general. Men tend to read for information. So they tend to read nonfiction. They tend to read historical fiction or military right. fiction. They read because they want to learn. Mm-hmm. Women tend to read because they want an escape. Right. And this isn't always true, but this is generally why, like the motivations behind why the different genders read the way that they do. Um, Women tend to read more fiction than men do across the board. The young adult category has a huge middle-aged woman readership, which was hilarious when I first found out about that some years ago. Um, And true crime is also one that is read by a lot of women increase as you and I discussed that's because true crime is a story I mean sure it has a lot of information and facts and men do read it but yeah that's one of the ones that can definitely be shared because it does if it's real true crime then it Mm -hmm. should provide information but yeah it's definitely 
It's definitely going to be an escape Mm -hmm. of some kind. Yep. Yep. So those are some um, just quick rules of thumb. And of course, you know, romance readers tend to fall in like the middle age category. Um, And, and so sometimes you can even drill down into what age group your reader is based on what is popular for that genre. But beyond that, beyond the like obvious, you know, this tends to go this way, this tends to go that way. How does an author figure out who their reader is? And we have some ideas for you. So one of the strategies that I know works for a lot of people is just stalking. Um, Obviously not like in-person stalking, that would be nuts. Uh, But if you have a any kind of social media page and you have engagement, really learn about what, who are the people that are most engaged on those posts, because that is most likely the real heart of what your readership is. Mm -hmm. If you are not at a point in your career where you have established, um, you know, a strong Instagram following, a strong Facebook following. And I want to give the caveat, if your social media following is so small and if it is mostly comprised of people that you know um, that you are on a first name basis with, you do not have an accurate picture of who your readership is. Right. Actually, if you are forming any of your author accounts, I would really advise that you not, please do not send out a giant blanket invitation to all of your friends. Um, that page has its own algorithms with Facebook, with Instagram, and they will keep sending it to other people, recommending it to people um, that it thinks are similar to the people who are currently in it. So if you have just a random grouping of people, uh, you're not sending out accurate information to Facebook, and that's not going to help you grow at all. Um, But yes, if you are not a published author, or if you just don't have that following yet, Um, check out the authors who do have that following that also write Mm -hmm. almost exactly what you write. Mm -hmm. They write in the same genre. They have the same types of characters, same ages, same genders, same inclusivity, all the really important things that people would identify as this is the most, I got to have this in my book. If I'm reading it, it's got to have this stuff. Check out what kind of engagement they have, who yeah. in general, you know, is engaging in that on their posts. Yeah, that's, that is exactly the way to do it. Like go to those authors pages, find out who's engaging there mm-hmm. and then stalk them. I mean, yes. go to their pages or yep. their profiles, figure out what are their hobbies? Where do they live? What do they look like? Like try to, try to create this snapshot yes. of who they are and how they live their life. Um, and of course, some of them will have their information set to private, but not everyone will. And- but you can make a lot of assumptions mm-hmm. on, you know, age, lots of different things just yeah. based on the pictures that are posted. Yep. Yep. And make a spreadsheet so- and start to document yes. that data. Yes. And make it, make the spreadsheet in a way that you can sort it and and move it and make all the fancy oh. things that you can do in Excel. I, yes, I love, I love a good, well-organized spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. I did a version of this when I was working in marketing. We were, we had a client who, um, who had a product that was being reviewed online and I am not kidding you. I went in 
to each review I could find on Amazon, on retail sites. And I documented what people were saying. If they Mm -hmm. said that they love a feature, it got a certain rating. If they said they like a feature, it got a different rating. If they mentioned a problem, if they mentioned whatever it was, I was documenting it. And before we knew it, we had this, we had all of this information that told us the problems, the strengths, the opportunities, like everything we needed to know about what these customers were saying. And essentially you can do the same thing in order to find who your target demographic is. Um, If you have an existing following, like Carice mentioned, that's, that's active and not just a bunch of people, you know, you could always put out surveys. Um, You could have people just plug in their information for you in the form of a survey so that you have that. Um, Maybe you would want to get together with a bunch of author friends and all of you pool your, your followings or or survey your followings and then pool that information together to get a bigger reading. Another tip for Facebook, if you're trying to find your audience is to search Facebook groups. There are definitely reader groups out there. There are groups that follow a specific genre or topic or whatever it may be, find out what groups or even like a television show that might mirror the same genre as your book. Mm -hmm. Um, Find those groups that fall into what your book is or the genre it is or the, the topics it discusses. And then again, do that data poll, find out who they are, what they, how old they might be, where they might live. And that's really how how you will get a clear picture of what your readership looks like, what their demographics are, and then you can target them so much better with all of your marketing efforts. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Gatecrashers podcast. If you found value in this episode or in any of the episodes we've done, you can drop a tip in our tip jar. You can send a tip via PayPal. Simply use our link, paypal.me slash gatecrashers or log into paypal and search us using our username which is at gatecrashers and be sure to be here next week for a brand new episode